0: Welcome back to the Protos podcast. It's the new year, so we'll just dive straight back into the news that matters to us. Today's date is Friday the 7th of January, and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, we've got protests in Kazakhstan, where police intervention turned violent. Bitcoin miners in Kosovo being forced offline amid massive power shortages. And our tribute to one of crypto's most iconic duos, the Bogondov twins. But first... We start today in Kosovo, where Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining have been banned in a bid to rein in energy costs and power outages. As reported by Reuters, the announcement on Tuesday came with a hard promise from the government's energy minister that authorities won't be tolerating any rule breakers. Kosovo joins Kazakhstan, Iran and Iceland on the growing list of countries that are imposing restrictions on Bitcoin mining due to overloaded energy grids. The disruption is a particularly big problem for Kosovo as it only has two power plants. Combine this with the rising cost of imported energy, and the small Balkan country is struggling to meet demand ahead of a long and cold winter. Normally, Kosovo's two plants would be providing the country with around 90% of its energy needs. However, the recent crisis means that up to 40% of its current supply is imported from other markets. Although rising energy costs across Europe mean emergency funds slated to support imports don't seem to stretch very far. And despite emergency measures last month, the country is still contending with its worst energy crisis in a decade. On December 24th, the government announced a 60-day state of emergency. An energy focus committee was set up on the same day before eventually recommending a ban on cryptocurrency mining in order to relieve some pressure on the power grid. At the time, Kosovo's Minister for Economy and Energy said that this was in aid to avoid any potential unexpected or long-term lack of energy production capabilities. While the Prime Minister stressed how one megawatt hour is over 600% more expensive than last year, rising from a total of $79 to more than $584. Before the new restrictions, Kosovo powered its Bitcoin mining rigs with some of the cheapest energy around in Europe. One anonymous miner told Reuters they generated around $2,700 worth of crypto for an energy bill of just under $200. But while some crypto miners enjoyed a period of profit, non-crypto mining Kosovars and business owners have suffered. On December 15th, the shutdown at Kosovo's largest power plant caused an outage with central heating in parts of the capital city Pristina. The following week, the government introduced two-hour power cuts until further notice. And so Kosovars have been forced into finding alternative methods of heating their homes and powering businesses. But associated costs have risen exponentially as citizens rely on portable generators to backfill the lack of federally produced energy. A similar story came out of Iceland last month. The country's largest energy distributor refused to power Bitcoin miners and other industries after power stations malfunctioned alongside a reducing renewable energy supply. Once upon a time, China dominated the Bitcoin hash rate, with miners there making use of easy access to ample and cheap renewable energy. But now, after a countrywide crackdown, communities of China-based miners are migrating to other parts of the world. But despite this, some reports suggest that illicit Bitcoin miners in China could still be controlling around 20% of the cryptocurrency's hash rate, despite the blanket ban. To Kazakhstan now, where President Kasim Jomar Tokayev ordered a communications blackout on Wednesday, shutting down internet access across the country and forcing Bitcoin miners offline. Bitcoin's total hash rate subsequently fell by up to 12% after the nation's largest telecom, Kazakh Telecom, pulled the plug. The country ranked second after the United States in terms of global hash rate in August, with more than 18% according to the Cambridge Bitcoin Electricity Index. Several Bitcoin mining pools, including Amp Pool and Binance Pool, also experienced a drop in activity, according to mining pool stats. Deadly protests began in cities across Kazakhstan on Sunday in response to rising fuel costs in the oil-rich nation after the government removed a price cap on liquefied petroleum gas. Then on Thursday, Russian peacekeeping troops arrived to assist Kazakh government forces. Things turned violent quickly as activists clashed with police and reportedly set fire to government buildings. Indeed, the most violent post-Soviet civil uprising has now seen 12 civilians lose their lives in an attack on the mayor's office in Kazakhstan's de facto capital, Almaty. Police reported killing dozens of people who they labelled as rioters, according to the BBC. A comprehensive death toll is currently unknown, but on Thursday the BBC noted that state television claimed 13 security officers lost their lives including two who'd been decapitated, adding that an extra 353 were wounded. According to the country's health minister, a thousand security officers have been wounded overall. President Tokayev is now counting on support from the Eurasian Intergovernmental Collective Security Treaty Organisation to help combat what he's described as terrorist attacks by foreign-trained gangs. The protest wasn't in vain, however, as the government U-turned on the petrol price cap removal Thursday afternoon. However, protests are still ongoing as citizens challenge other political issues. Dukhaev has already resigned his administration in a bid to end the violence, while Kazakhstan's National Bank has halted all financial activity in the country. His orders to cut communication networks are likely an attempt at preventing anti-government groups from organising online. But an unintended effect has fallen on Kazakhstan's many Bitcoin miners. In just a year, Kazakhstan's contribution to the Bitcoin hash rate increased by 300% after neighbouring China criminalised the practice. Many migrating companies from China seeking legal grounds to operate and cheaper energy prices are behind the dramatic hash rate increase. But Kazakhstan is far from any Bitcoin miners' oasis. The government limited over-consuming customers to a rationed energy supply after the country's power grid struggled to keep up with Bitcoin mining. To finish off the week, we remember French twins Igor and Grichka Bogendorf who passed away due to COVID this week. The 72-year-old pair died within days of each other and were beloved by crypto enthusiasts for their ability. But the wider public knew the eccentric brothers from their television careers. They went on to produce and co-host science TV shows Temps X and Rayon's X. Igor leaves behind a family of six children and his ex-wife, French writer Melee de Bourbon-Palm, but news services listed Igor as the only surviving family member when reporting Grichka Bergendoff's death. User-generated captions evolved from the original quote, Dump It, the call that saved Europe, evoking hidden powers and wealth of the Bergendoff family. Ultimately, meme culturists had fun attributing any sudden change in crypto prices to the Bogendorf twins throwing their wealth around. The Pampit meme was born. Like all great memes, it created comic conspiracy lore. Users captioned a series of Bogondoff photographs, titling the collection, quote, The Phone Call That Saved Europe. Humorous legends circulated that the Bogondoffs with a single phone call to their clandestine network of operatives, could influence the price of any asset in the world. According to Igor, the Pampit meme was initially created before 2012. He theorised Satoshi Nakamoto helped popularise the pre pump it meme. The Bogondoff brothers leaned into their crypto infamy, and in July 2021, they claim to have contributed to Bitcoin in its formative years. Gritschka complained, quote, as mathematicians, Igor and I were involved in creating part of the Bitcoin source code, especially the prediction code, end quote. But Igor and Gritschka became the centre of academic controversy starting in 2002. Scientists accused the pair of publishing misleading papers that outlined a theory of what happened before and after the Big Bang, among other things that came to be known as the bogondoff affair. In the early 80s, the twins collaborated with touchscreen inventor Francois Mitzi and Japanese scientist known as Sochiro Shimoda. They claimed to have extensively discussed blockchain with Shimoda and received two old bitcoins from a wallet controlled by Nakamoto in 2008. Igor Bogendorf tweeted proof of the twins' tech clout last July. But if the Bogondoffs did indeed receive any old Bitcoins in 2008, it could only have been sent from a test version of a pre-production Bitcoin code. Nakamoto mined Bitcoin's first Genesis block on January 3rd, 2009. In any case, the pair's influence on the crypto zeitgeist cannot be underestimated. The memes are legendary, but if you want further proof, take a look at crypto markets since they passed on January 3rd. The total value of all cryptocurrencies was just under $2.28 trillion at the time. At press time, that figure has shrunk 11% to $2.05 trillion, presenting an up to $228 billion in value collectively lost from crypto investors. One final dump for the ages. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this first episode of 2022, but we realise there's only so much we can squeeze into just one episode of the Protos podcast. So if you want more of the stories that matter, then check out protost.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protos podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll be back next week. See you then.